Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in. If you're new to the show, I would like to extend an invitation to you to join our large audience and community of co-creation and spiritual support. We are dedicated to helping you cultivate peace in your life through self-awareness, and we offer something for everyone. I am a psychic medium, advanced energetic healer, spiritual teacher, and channel for Jesus, and I work with others in the divine. Future monthly segments include A Course in Miracles virtual class with the co-president of the Foundation for Inner Peace, Robert Rosenthal, MD. We also offer energetic healing segments where you can call in for free long-distance healing. And the Masterclass Educational Series, Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil. Today's segment is a brand new addition to our Guidance from Spirit series, and I have the pleasure of announcing that I've added a couple of new glorious personalities to the Spiritual Insights lineup. I would like to introduce you to my new special guest co-host, Wendy Gale. Wendy is a psychic, spiritual teacher, healer, and channel who offers nurturing guidance and heart-centered awareness of our connection with source energy. Wendy has also served as a full-body trance channel for Archangel Metatron, allowing him to come through to offer his divine wisdom about the human journey through classes, workshops, retreats, and private sessions. She offers messages and channel transmissions to serve the awakening of humanity and to assist in the journey of awakening the you that lives within the soul. Metatron is divine consciousness dedicated to the enlightenment of all beings. His mission is enlivening the soul's journey. He accomplishes this by assisting you through the shifting landscape of personal transformation. Metatron brings information to remind you of your divinity and to assist you in understanding the soul's journey in a way that is healing and empowering. To learn more about and to connect with Wendy, visit angelemerging.com. Visit spiritualinsightsradio.com to explore the archives of these and other live transmissions. Well, I am so excited. I've been waiting for this for quite some time now. So let's get to know Wendy a bit. And when Metatron comes through, he'll be speaking on a couple of important subjects. Welcome to the show, Wendy. We're finally here. Yes, Charlotte. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. So this is my formal welcome to the Spiritual Insights family. It's so good to have you, and you have so much that you offer the world. So why don't we start from the beginning and tell us how you got on the spiritual path and when that occurred. Okay. I began my spiritual path when I was 40, oddly enough. Um, I always joke that I'm the poster child for it's never too late uh, to awaken, right? Um, And after a series of illnesses, I woke up one morning and the thought that was in my mind was, I'm a healer. And my background is is born again Christian, so that was something that was totally outside of my normal ballpark, and it really uh, lit a fire for a journey that I've taken for you know almost 29 years. It has been extraordinary. I began learning, ch- uh, uh, not channeling, but healing, and. Whoa. That was my that was my first journey, right? The the journey of healing, and then I had a friend and a mentor who convinced me that that channeling and healing go hand in hand. So 
I learned over the years how to how to channel and to finally become a full body trance channel. And I blend channeling with with everything in my life, with intuitive insights, with healing, with you know how I want to live my life on a daily basis. So it's been oh. extraordinary. It's been extraordinary. It has, uh, it, yeah. And yeah. so over time, when you dove into the, the learning how to heal, you're now certified in 15 healing modalities. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. I'm certified in 15 different healing modalities. And I, and I began with um, Reiki and then massage, and I have kind of run the gamut through so many different types of healing modalities, and they're all just so juicy and powerful. And so I have a really cool toolkit right now so that uh, we're able to pull out anything that we need to at any moment to be used. That's the great thing. That's the great thing about the journey. (laughs) Yeah, no doubt. That's that's very ambitious. (laughs) (laughs) And so when you woke up that day and had that thought in your mind that you were a healer, did you Mm -hmm. kind of sit on it for a little bit? Did you dive right in or did you kind of ease into it? What was your process like? Well, the the process with it was like, where the heck did that come from? Um, Mm. And and what does it even mean? I had no, I had no idea. I had not studied anything metaphysical. I didn't even, I hadn't even read a book on reincarnation. Um, And so it was kind of a slow awakening for me. But as it, as it began to happen, it's like everything in my life started to change, right? My, my relation, my, my relationships shifted and it just told, you know, totally took me in a different direction than I ever yes. could have anticipated. So, mm-hmm. and those yeah. those kinds of those kinds of transformations that we go through happen gradually for us, so that we're not overloaded with too much. And so, right, that that helps the process. And how long in this process? Uh, how long after this did Metatron come through and reach your consciousness? All right. So I started the journey in in 1990. Right. And and studied and did all of this work. And I was already channeling other consciousness before I met Metatron. Right. I worked with I worked with Sananda, Archangel, Michael, Sophia, Inanna, Hathor, all of these different amazing beings came and and taught me and worked with my vibration and then Metatron stepped forward, and that was in 2007. So he and I have been working ex- exclusively since that time. He's been the voice and the, you know, he's been the front man, right? Um, oh, oh. And he's and we've created a really solid, genuine relationship, and I've really come to uh, appreciate that in my life. It's been, it has been one of the highlights, <laughs> one of the highlights. So Yeah, and and you had said to me that you trust him completely and give him full reign of your body. And um, in, in my conversations with him, I love his personality. I love his warmth and compassion. <laughs> I love yeah. his sense of humor. Um, and his accent yeah. is very unusual, and it's... Um, <laughs> It's, but you could feel so much love coming from him, and so he must have been a wonderful teacher for you. He has, he has been, and and you know he's been a tough teacher. There's there's always a certain amount of of learning that we do in the process of becoming a, a healer or a channel. And my, you know, my main challenge for a long time was ego, and so he would have me create a class and mm-hmm. just give me kind of like a heading and ha- gave me how to write up the class and then post the class. And then I would show up and that would be all the information he gave me. And it would be, I would, it would be necessary to let go enough 
to let him come through and teach the class. And so it was really kind of a trial by fire. Talk about scaring the dickens out of you, right? But that's how, you know, that's one of the ways we created relationships so that I began to understand that I could trust him to have my back. So, yeah, yeah, he, he teaches so many different types of things. It's always, it's always amazing to see what comes through. Mm-hmm. And I had an experience years ago. Um, I was teaching a class, and all of a sudden I just felt fingertips touching my throat. So I let it happen because I kind of knew who it was. I knew it was Jesus. And and the words that came out of my mouth following that was amazing. And so I said, okay, I can get into this. So... <laughs> That's when a lot of that stuff went public. Mm-hmm. So, and did you have a hard time telling people what you were doing? Like, did you have that shy thing that many of us go yeah. through? Like, what are people going to think of me? Yes, absolutely. And particularly because of my background, you know, my I have two kids that you know were just high schoolers when this journey began to to take place, and. Mm-hmm. They they didn't understand at all at that point in time, uh, but they've come to understand what I do. And there's part of it that's easy for them to relate to and then parts of it that aren't so easy, right? The, the psychic awareness and the messages there, that's really approachable for them. The channeling part is a little bit more difficult because you gotta, you know, channeling is kind of weird. It's, it's, it's a weird process if you can, you know, take a step back and, and look at it, but they, you know, now they are really supportive and I don't worry anymore because it's not about having to tell anybody, you know, what I do anymore. It just kind of is that place of, you know, when you hear all of your spiritual teachers say, you know, just be mm-hmm. instead, of, and, instead of do, well, that's that's a learning process. You you learn how to just be, and then it it kind of just shines from the inside out, like like you, right? It shines mm-hmm. from the inside out, and so people get it. Even if you don't say, well, I'm a channel and a healer and a this and a that. They do. And I'm yeah. sure in terms of your children, it must have been a little disconcerting knowing that a man's voice is coming out of mommy's face. You know, that <laughs> has to be jarring to some degree. Right. Yes. And as I was learning to be, you know, a channel, it was originally my voice and no changes in the voice at all. And it wasn't until my connection with Metatron that the voice changed. And the reason for that is because one of the greatest challenges for a channel is trying to figure out, is that spirit's voice or is that just the voice in my head or my good ideas, right? And so I had been praying and specifically asked for a different voice so that I could differentiate Metatron's voice from that, that voice inside of me. And so mm. the, the voice that you'll hear today is the voice that showed up and nobody can quite figure out what, you know, what kind of an accent it is, but that. I agree. <laughs> it's completely unidentifiable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder it, if it's a combination of how he has to manipulate, manipulate your body and use your vocal cords. It's, Interesting. Maybe at some point he'll mention that. Yeah. But I wanted to talk about your website. You have a lot going on, and you had (laughs) an event over the weekend that I assume was extremely successful. So tell us about your events and what you have going on and last weekend's event. Okay. Okay. Um, My event this past weekend was a level one channeling class in California, Northern California, and it was it uh, teaching people level one is my favorite thing, helping them to open the door and, and discover for themselves that divine connection. And so it always makes me really happy. And everybody kind of left walking on cloud nine and, and 
you know, everybody has an experience of, of themselves as a channel uh, by the end of the weekend. So I'm going to be teaching another level one on Long Island, uh, May 6th through the 8th. I'll be um, doing, you know, have retreats going on. I have a retreat going on in June in Northern California. Um, we're looking at the Big Sur area. And mm-hmm. I, always, I always offer a free monthly meditation. It's a global meditation. And you get a meditation with Metatron, and then he opens it up for people to ask questions and receive help. Plus, um, my, my uh, partner, Connie, and I do a, uh, a community support once a month that, you know, helps people that are beginning channels or looking to connect or even seasoned channels that are, are looking for a little bit of uh, guidance and assistance if they're feeling stuck. So those oh. are all things, all, all things that are coming up within the next couple of months. Um, and, and then the, uh, on the West Coast, my business partner, Connie, does, does women's circles and, and offerings out there. And here on the East Coast, I am offering a lot of mentoring, private mentoring for people who are, again, looking to channel or looking to their, up their psychic awareness and things like that. So Excellent. I am, Excellent. I am mm-hmm. blessedly, blessedly busy. It's, it's been just so much fun. I have a great it time. It sounds it. And you and Connie have this East Coast, West Coast thing going on where right. you can kind of divide the activities. I think that's a great plan. Right. And I think it's right. amazing that people can attend a weekend workshop and get immediate results and really connect with that inner inner voice, no matter who's speaking to them, just to open that right. door, open the channel, and right. hopefully solidify it so that they can really get that support that they're looking for. That's terrific. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's really it really is. And and Metatron always says that we're not teaching people anything that they don't already know somewhere within themselves. That mm-hmm. we were all we were all created as healers and channels. That's part of who we are as as human beings and just remembering and awakening those aspects within ourselves, you know, can mm-hmm. change so much, can change yes. so much about our lives. So. Yes, I've, I've always believed that, and I try to remind myself often that it's not that we're learning to do new things, we're remembering who and what we are mm-hmm. already. Um, mm-hmm. I had uh, a number of experiences with that in my childhood where um, I would think to do something in a metaphysical sense, like with energy and um and then I would question, like, well, how did you know to do that? I just knew, and I knew not to question it. I knew that it was possible to manipulate energy, and so I would right. do it. I, I, I had quite a few uh, extraordinary experiences with that, and so it, that stuck with me. It's a matter of remembering who you are, what right. you are, and what's possible in order, yeah. to, in order to navigate this plane, you know, being in the physical. Right. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, it and is so, pretty fascinating. And you and you do private sessions with uh, Metatron for clients as well. Yes. Correct. Yes, I do. Yes, uh-huh. I do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I am. I've become the queen of Zoom. <laughs> I use okay. use Zoom so that people can have an eye to eye experience, or people who are uncomfortable with that we do a lot of work over the phone we also do a great deal of healing work remote healing work with people um actually all over the world we've been working with someone in moscow recently so um yeah it's like it's it's like wherever we're called in the moment and that's that's one of the things that metatron has taught me is like do what's in front of you and and so Mm. we just i just you know I just, I'm following him. Yeah. <laughs> just, yeah okay. Uh, after, just show after me Jesus, where to go. Right, exactly. After Jesus came through for me in 2001, and I realized how he was steering me and guiding me in a certain direction, 
it occurred to me, wow, I don't have to make another decision for the rest of my life. I can just say, what would you have me do? And he tells me. And a lot of the times it's what's right in front of you, like Metatron said to me. It's always best to start with what's right in front of you. And that's great advice. Yeah, yeah, it is good advice. It it helps us not to have to worry about what it's going to look like in six months or six years. That's one of the that's one of the challenges I think on the path is that that sometimes people are afraid to take a step. And this this is doesn't even this surpasses metaphysics, right? I think that just in general, people are afraid to take a step or make a change because they don't know what it's going to look like and and they feel that if it's not going to you know look a certain way six years 10 years 20 years out that they don't want to make a step now and that's you know that's unfortunate that's unfortunate unfortunate because you you don't know what's going to happen but they do and they know where they're trying to get you but you have the right to say no and so when we do that too often i think they find a way around it um I think that where we're meant to be um, at a point where no matter how you try to avoid it or disown something within yourself, Mm -hmm. it's Mm -hmm. it's going to catch up and it will envelop you at the right time and get you to where you need to be in your lifetime. Yes. I I agree. Okay. And and sometimes the lessons are soft to begin with. You know, we're we're trying to like encourage you in a certain direction and so it's a soft a soft call, right? They're enticing us forward and then they then they've got our knee their knee in our backs and then you know <laughs> then the lessons start getting a little bit more uncomfortable until we can, you know, you know, willingly make a change within ourselves and for ourselves. And yeah, very important. that is, yeah, it's important. And it is, it's, it's our free will. We get to choose and each of our choices sets, sets us on a path. It does. Every single choice. And, as you know, to echo what you were just saying, how people try to picture what it's going to look like in a year, six years, 20 years from now, you're creating that now. So you want to be conscious in the moment. It's about being here and doing what's in the moment because that's what creates your future. Yes. So people yeah. can't set up an expectation one way or the other without investing that energy and focus into that, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, it's unfortunate that, you know, like I've made choices my whole life that have culminated into some some uncomfortable things that I've had to take a look at. And, and I had to understand that the choices I made way back when, before I was even conscious that, you know, I was making a choice, you know, has, has impacted me today. So it's, it's a fascinating, a fascinating journey. (laughs) They anticipate that we're going to wake up. And I think that um, right now on the planet, those those individuals that are still sleepy and, uh-huh. and not real not really awake yet are are not understanding about the choices that they're making. But I yeah. believe that I believe that they will. I believe that they'll wake up and see. And then the nice thing is is that in each and every moment we can make a different choice, no matter what. Right. Yes, especially one that yeah. affects the collective because those who are still sleeping are part of the collective. And so perhaps if we can find it within ourselves to add a little extra focus to try to assist them on their path because just because they're not on the same path we're on doesn't mean they're not on one that that isn't important. And so I All try right. to keep the collective in mind because we are headed for an ascension. In yes. fact, that's one of my questions if I get the opportunity to ask it. But for the topic today, so we talked about how uh, Metatron told you that he would like to share how deeply each individual is loved and how they are never alone. And then he wants to give people some tips and tools to connect mm-hmm. with their own guidance. Did he okay. embellish on that or was that pretty much the message? <laughs> 
Well, um, I believe that his idea to do this today is because there are so many people that are feeling alone and feeling like yes. they've got to they've got to live this journey all by their effort and that when they pray or when they ask for something they don't feel that they're receiving anything back and i think that the reason he wanted to talk about this today was to help people shift their perceptions a little bit and then to help give them a couple of things so that that you know you have something at home when you're not on the radio or not with your spiritual teacher that you can say okay i let me let me do this so that i can have a a visceral physical experience so mm. well i trust yeah. the direction he wants to take things in and okay. look forward to uh what he has to say so i guess you right. you're going to bring him through now it'll take you a minute or two so we will patiently it, it wait it will all right. I All right, will everybody. bring him in. Thank you, Wendy. Mm-hmm. All right. As I always say, I'll talk to you on the other side when you come back. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, Wendy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Right, namaste. Namaste, Metatron. Welcome to the show. We're finally here. Ah, indeed, Charlotte, indeed. It is our honor to be present with you today. Thank you, sir. This is an honor for me as well, and I'm sure that the listeners will all enjoy your loving words and any advice you would like to give us today. All right, well, I'm going to start by just letting everybody know that, uh, you know, Metatron in this, in this medium is only one way, right? You have the ability to connect with guides and angels and beings of light that love you each and every day, each and every moment. Mm. And it is... Uh, an important thing to understand that you as an individual not and you as a collective but you as an individual uh, have the ability to call, to ask for guidance to come and join you whether you know the name of your guidance or not you come to this lifetime with hundreds of guides that are there to support you and help move you through different aspects of your life. And so when you would like to connect, kindly just call. And if you would like to call Metatron, please feel free to do so. We are not exclusive to this woman, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, know that when you call, we will absolutely show up in your space. And whether you have the ability to feel energy or feel us there or not, we would like you to hold the understanding and the truth that when you call, we come. Each and every time. There will never be a time when you call that we won't be there. Now, it is sometimes hard for the individual to to feel the energy or to connect, particularly when things are challenging, right? Mm. Because that that is one of the times when you really want to have your, your guidance there to be supportive and to be comforting. And it is hard uh, because your emotions are high. But kindly know that no matter what, Spirit has your back, and we will be there to assist you in whatever way possible. Uh, That's a pretty handy thing, isn't it, Charlotte? It is, Metatron, (laughs) but here's a question. I'm asking this of you to get your perspective on it. Are you uh, limited in the amount of ways that you are able to assist 
a human being or in terms of people making a wish is what I'm saying. And so is there a limit to what you can do to help them along? All right. Well, now we get into the into the discussion of guidance and soul's journey, right? And so we are not limited to, but we are aligned with the individual's soul's journey. And whatever is asked of us by the human, right, our mm-hmm. only lim- our only limitation is that we will not act out of alignment of, of the soul's journey. So if it is the soul's journey that you're moving to Chicago and you want to move to Florida, right, uh, we will assist you uh, in in your move and we will assist you to to find the information and and the way to find your way to Chicago as opposed to Florida, right? Uh-huh. Uh, that is that is really our only limitation. We, of course, offer information and guidance constantly, and each and every human can say yes. That feels right. No, I don't think so right now. Right, using discernment, because uh, you know, you are sovereign. You have a sovereign nature. Your your soul, you know, is is God I am. And so mm. while we can offer and assist, you will always have the choice. And we always tell individuals that there's no wrong choice. There's only different lessons and different blessings. So when the path changes, you will have a whole new, you know, slew of lessons and blessings. No wrong choices, right? No Mm -hmm. wrong choices. That is sometimes difficult to understand. (laughs) Yes, it is. But if we can get a grasp on that, then perhaps we can remind ourselves in times of challenge or emotional upset and that it means something. Absolutely. And usually, you know, people try to resist the the pain of of change. And they would rather live in bliss, happiness, right? I understand sure. that. <laughs> of course. But it is it, it is truly the times of challenge and the times that you feel pressed pressured and, and a little bit of pain that is the impetus for change in your life. And so to, to, you know, kind of lean into that a bit as opposed to resisting it, you know, will help the path be a little easier. And knowing that you have constant communication and connection with guidance will be helpful as well, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so go right ahead. No, I was just going to ask you if you have another question. Oh, okay. Um, yes. Okay. Wendy and I had mentioned uh, briefly the ascension, how some humans are rather asleep, others are awakening, others are even further awake. If you could share your thoughts on the ascension and where the divine is guiding humanity. All right. All right. So interestingly enough, you know, uh, humanity as a collective is working on their evolution, right? Uh, The important thing to understand that whether it be the individual or the collective, that your evolution and ascension is impacting all evolution and ascension you know, universe-wide, everything mm. is evol- Everything is evolving. Even those that are your guides and angels, ascended masters, God continues 
to to let's call it up level, right? Continue that journey of growth and change. And so ascension is basically moving you from, uh, you know, a mundane human existence uh, and taking another step up the ladder where then you become, you know, uh, uh, more aligned with life, greater wisdom, greater understanding. Each and every individual takes that journey at their own pace, right? And it is not the the ego's pace. It, It is the soul's pace. And not one soul will be left behind, Charlotte. Everyone is going to get there. As a matter of fact, if you can hold a kind of an interesting vision in your mind for a moment that it's already done and that you're you're just kind of walking back home to it right uh it it, Mm -hmm. it is a great it's a great thing for feeling like uh, you don't have enough time or you're not doing enough right uh it is it is all it is all perfect. And so your your ascension and your evolution is going to look unique to you. But there will always be an awakening process, an awakening process where you begin to understand that you're more than what sits in that chair, that there is an aspect to you that is greater than, than the human experience right? Yeah. The the truth being, there's no difference between you and Metatron. There's no difference between you and your guidance. Uh, You know, you at your greatest level are consciousness just as Metatron is consciousness. So Mm. it, it is, that is the awakening process and beginning to, to go through some steps where you're you're healing the wounds so that you begin to see yourself as that divine light, that divine aspect of the greater presence, right? I call uh-huh. it source. I call it source, right? Uh-huh. But, uh, but also, you know, uh, there is the, the, the deeper understandings of, of what are you really? Right? What are you really? And that is uh, the exciting part of the journey. Finding those those pieces of yourself. Uh, in the in the class this past weekend, uh, I I showed my woman. Uh, she is clairvoyant, and so I showed her a picture of a puzzle. You know, a box that you would find at the toy store where a a puzzle is inside, right? And it has a mm-hmm. very I- intricate picture on on the top of the box. And that's supposed to be the completed puzzle. Mm-hmm. And you are that. Oh. And then you and then you open the box and there's ten thousand little pieces. You're also that. And so this journey is about fitting all of the pieces together to mirror what you already are. Wow. That's a wonderful visual. A good visual. Yeah, easy. (laughs) Very easy. I love the way you put that. And so with all of these pieces and the experience that many of us have with fragmentation, is there a way to reclaim a piece of ourselves that may feel lost or disowned in a simple way without struggle? Well, yes. Mm. And what I'm going to say might, you know, go against some people's wisdom, so I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, the truth of the matter is, is that you're, you're not broken. You're never broken. And the fee- the feeling that you must, you know, reclaim aspects of the self, right, to make yourself whole is 
an illusion, right? You are God I am. Does right. does does your soul have to you know you know have to bring a part of itself back from the universe? But what occurs for many people is that what causes fragmentation are actually un uh, unhealed or unobserved emotional processes, right? Oh, and right. So, and so it feels like something has broken off and you've left a piece of yourself in in a relationship or, you know, whatever, right? And so it is it is re reconnecting with those and forgiving the self and, and creating uh, ultimate forgiveness and oneness because that is really one of the things that as you're ascending, you are stepping into what they call unisonness, right? The holy oneness. And there is no identity, right? Mm-hmm. There is o- only unity. And so when you are working with those, what you think of as bits and pieces that you must call home again, right? It Uh is really, really just places that are asking to be observed and embraced and, you know, forgiven and healed, right? That makes perfect sense. Yeah, Metatron perspective. And if it is not your perspective, that is beautiful. That have your perspective. It must be it must be your journey. It must be what feels right for you, right? Right. Always. Absolutely. Yes. What should Can we what should we tell ourselves when we feel abandoned? We're saying that everyone is always there for us, this call and mm-hmm. they always answer. But what should we tell ourselves when we feel abandoned? What can get us out of that mindset All right. of self-pity? Ah, right. And, and you're not going to want to hear it, but the first thing I'm going to ask, if you will please consider changing your perception of being abandoned, right? And uh, knowing that, source is always there, that you're always connected, that that guidance is at your beck and call, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, abandon, abandonment is kind of illusory. And so there are some things that you can do, right? Just some, some easy steps. So uh, if you call your guidance and you're asking them to be with you, uh, ask them to kindly step behind you and kind of get 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 into your own personal space so that you can kind of feel them behind you. And most people, when they call guidance and ask them to stand behind them, will feel warmth or pressure or a little bit of tingling, that uh, that little you know, tickle between the shoulder blades or some people will feel pressure behind the eyes or on the jaw. And that is your guidance stepping forward to be there with you. You can then ask them if they will kindly put their hands on your shoulders. Most individuals will then feel a light pressure on the shoulder. And they're, you know, your brain is going to say, am I making that up? But, but in truth, you know, guidance will place their hands upon the shoulder. Or you can ask guidance to, to reach out and embrace you. And if you feel them standing behind you and they reach around you, they will kind of pull you back into them a little bit. And so uh, you will have the sensation of being held for a moment. So that is one exercise that will help you to physically feel, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, pay attention to the palms of your hands. If you're not feeling it behind you, pay attention to your hands. They might start to, to get warm and tingle. Another, another sing, 
signal that guidance is close, right? Uh-huh. Another way is to make relationship with your guidance by speaking out loud. And the deeper your relationship is with your guidance, even if you don't know their name, right? The deeper your relationship, the easier it is to receive messages, uh, support. And so I always teach what I lovingly call my baby channels, right? Uh, <laughs> to speak to speak out loud and then to listen for any response. And it might sound just like a voice in your head, like you always hear going on, or uh-huh. it might be dif- it might be different. But I encourage you: don't listen with just your ears. Listen with the whole of you. Imagine that you're a human tuning fork. Listen to what you feel with your physical body. Listen to what you know. Listen to what you intuit. Feel the emotions, right? If they cannot get a a spoken message to you, they will find whatever way they can to let you know that they're there. So are you someone who likes butterflies? And uh, dragonflies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Then, then they'll send extra dragonflies and butterflies your way. If you're if you're someone that that connects on the just knowing things level, they'll send you messages where all of a sudden you just know something. If you are, you know, uh, physically sensitive, if your your clairsentience is high, heightened, they'll send you, you know, feelings in the body, right? They'll communicate with you by putting a song on the radio. You'll overhear a conversation. You know, any way that they can get themselves heard or get themselves to you, they will use. And they want to connect with you as as deeply as you want to connect with them. So try speaking out loud and and relaxing and, and listening to see what comes back. Feel what comes back. Know what comes back. All of your senses, right? Uh-huh. Um, and if you will practice this every day, and begin to treat your guidance like you would an honored friend in your home, right? Uh, mm. You will you will begin to feel the deeper and deeper connection. My my woman uh, did it because she felt funny speaking out loud at home when there was people around to listen to her. She would uh, talk to us while she was driving the car, or she would talk to us while she was in the shower. Right or you uh-huh. know any time that any time that she had a moment now she talks to us all the time internally aloud and you know they, she gets some funny looks at the grocery store these days right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. What should what should we have for dinner right? <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So yes, those I, are I, the, okay. You know, those are the ways, two ways, right? Two simple ways to connect so that you don't have to feel alone. You don't have to have that abandoned feeling, right? Mm-hmm. And I would think to add that for anyone who isn't clairaudient or maybe your clairsentience isn't very high on the chart, that no matter what way they choose to communicate with you, know that that way for you, at least for now, because that can always evolve, correct? Right, right. Uh, Your strongest psychic sense, and some of you may not even realize what your strongest psychic sense is, right? But your strongest psychic sense is where they'll always try to, to tap in. And then that sense helps to awaken all of your other psychic awarenesses. So it, it's, a be- it's a beautiful thing. It's like, you know, one door opens and then all of them begin to open. Right. Okay. Yeah. Here's a question that I think the mm-hmm. listeners will find interesting because a lot of people have different experiences. Mm-hmm. 
Why do some beings appear as an apparition to certain individuals while others choose to remain invisible? Like for someone like me who can see spirits in the physical, um, I've never had anybody appear to me in this grand way while others have, and it seems rather intriguing that they chose to do that for that individual. Is it that they need it and I don't? That simple? Mm -hmm. No, it is is not that simple, uh, really. It's a little bit more complex than that. But, but, you know, for for people that, that see their guidance show up for them, there's purposeful good in that. For some reason... For some reason, there's been an agreement made because normally, you know, you can see psychically, but even my woman who's pretty darn clairvoyant, right? Mm-hmm. She never, she never sees the whole of Metatron. She will see my shoulder. She'll see my profile. She'll see my feet. The only times that she's seen my face has been in meditation when she's asked and she doesn't even realize that she's seeing my face until all of a sudden she goes, Oh my gosh, I'm seeing a face. And then it starts to kind of disappear in front of her. It, it is that, you know, as you raise your vibrational frequencies, you begin to resonate more on the level of your guides and your angels and beings of light and it becomes easier to perceive them not not always uh, with the physical eye it it really is coming from your from your third eye human eye combination all right uh, so um as your vibration raises it becomes easier it it is almost like another realm becomes available to you but even those that are beautifully clairvoyant right sometimes it can still be hit and miss right my woman doesn't see see everything and uh, you know she has one rule uh, she says just don't scare me (laughs) okay you know she she says you know don't you dare hop out at me when i'm walking down a dark hallway right but uh you know because that that has happened before right and so it is uh as she is growing she is seeing more and sometimes the seeing charlotte is what I would call a perception. It is almost something that is in in the head or or in the imagination as opposed to physical like you can touch it. So right. you know people are having, you know different experiences and it has nothing to do with need and more to do with vibration. Right? Mm-hmm. Right, and 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 when your stronger psychic senses continue to get stronger, it's going to help your clairvoyance and your clairaudience and and the others as well, right? So mm-hmm. eventually, you're going to be what I call transparent, right? You will be what do you mean by hearing. You will be hearing, seeing, feeling at at all levels, right? It is almost as if uh, you can be seen through, right? There's nothing mm-hmm. hidden. You become you become that light, right? I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, all right. And Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it makes perfect sense. Thank you very much. And that right. um, explains my experience with you. When I first met you, I couldn't find you. I could only see a shadowy figure. But when you spoke, I followed your voice, and I leaned into your voice, and then the distinction got a little better, not at first, but that's how I connected with you, mm-hmm. even though I couldn't make out the definition of your face. Is right. that right. Does that fit into what you're saying, how as yes. you get yes. stronger with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And usually those who hear our voice, right, it's all about vibration. It's not about the funny accent. And I'll, I'll share with you why the voice. Okay, uh, that would be great. Because, because this voice, uh, now when you think of Metatron, you're going to have a remembrance of this voice, but but more than that, you'll have a remembrance of the vibration, even if it's not in your your mind. Your your you know energy body will remember the vibration, and you'll be able to connect with the vibration of Metatron, right? And so you'll notice that there are channels that bring through their guidance, and the voices are a little different. Right, a little bit mm-hmm. different tone or accent, and it's all about vibration. So that when you think of Metatron, when you think of Mother, when you think of you know whomever, right? Uh, there's a remembrance of of the vibration through the voice, and it makes it easier to connect. That sounds good. Okay, that makes sense. Fascinating. <laughs> Did, was there anything else you wanted to share with the listeners? Well, please do not hesitate to call upon Metatron if you need assistance, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You've met us today. We are here to be of service. That is our journey. And so. Right. If if you have need, please don't hesitate to call. And, and we promise that we will be there and it will be safe. Right. And and in terms of telling people, you know, feel free to call out the Metatron, how would you describe mm-hmm. yourself briefly to them? Or do you self-describe as an archangel or some of the larger detailed explanations of how you came uh-huh. to be? Mm-hmm. Right. We we know that people uh, like to call us archangel. That that makes us feel safe, right? It it, mm-hmm. it gives us a it gives us a you know a face. Uh, but but Metatron, in truth, was uh, the first thing created by Source, right? And Metatron holds the sacred geometry of all things. And so then everything is created through Metatron. We are not the creator, but we are the sacred geometry. So, you know, we're in your water bottle. We're in your glasses. We're, you know, where everything around you holds the vibration of, of Metatron because everything is sacred geometry, no matter what, right? Right. So... That that is the the greater deeper understanding of what Metatron is, and okay. I I know that's difficult to interface with. So if you choose to think of us as Archangel, we are you know uh, just fine with that as well. <laughs> and when you say we, are you a singular entity, or is, are you a collective of beings as Metatron? We are. You know, we are what is uh, – we. I know what you're thinking about a, a collective, right? Mm-hmm. But we, we are not like a grouping, right? But we okay. are – you know, we are uh, the, the I – I am, right, uh, kind of uh, for our channel denotes uh, ego. And so we refer to us as, as we, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I was uh, just, we are uh, putting it together in my mind because you refer yeah. to yourself in the third person as Metatron. And when you say we, that just made me think that perhaps there was more than one energy involved. But I do understand right. that aspect and how Wendy would uh, prefer uh, not to go with I. I see. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Well, this was a terrific transmission. Thank you for doing this and for wanting to be on the show and for joining me today. 
And mm-hmm. I look forward to speaking with you every month and learning all that we can from you, Metatron. Oh, this will be an exciting journey, Charlotte. <laughs> You're cheating me now. <laughs> no. no, I heard I that. Pe- you know, it is the carrot, right? <laughs> yes, carrot. Uh, the cookie. All right, beloved one. Thank you. We are we are honored to be here. We are honored to connect. I am honored so as well. In- Thank you very much. You're welcome. Indeed. And um, so until next time. Namaste. Until next time. Namaste. Thank you. <clears throat> Excuse me, while I get a sip of water? Sure. All righty. Hi. I'm back. Hello. Welcome back. Now, I, I want to explain to the listeners that when they were listening to my introduction and how I introduced you, I introduced you as a full-body trance channel. And so I want them yes. to be clear on what that means because we have different kinds on the show. So with right. the trance channel... You are in the background in silence. How would you put it in your words? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Right. I'm I'm not here. I don't remember what's spoken about except for I have a, a flavor of what he's talked about, but usually no specifics. Um, and so I always tell people it's like being in – a really cozy room sitting in your favorite chair reading a good book and you have you have two friends in the kitchen cooking beautiful food and you can hear the the conversation but you're not even paying attention to what it is you're so cozy that's kind of what it feels like when I'm when I'm in trance I'm you know I'm still here someplace but just far back and he is the presence that steps forward as we're working. So, Excellent. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's some of the questions I asked him. This mm-hmm. is great. It came through very clear and smooth and digestible. Um, let me get my notes, and I'll tell you. Uh, one question I asked is, where is the divine guiding humanity? And he talked about the collective working on evolution and how it affects okay. ascension universe-wide, everybody, including God. Ascended beings, spiritual masters, everybody. Mm-hmm. 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 That was great. Uh, I asked um, when he was talking about, oh, we talked about how he showed you a puzzle over the weekend. And when you look at the box, you have a clear picture. But then when you open it, it's all these pieces, and all those pieces are you as well. Yeah. That was, he He works a lot in metaphor um, and and pictures and and parables, right? And so I yes, yeah. He showed me this. It was very clear. It was a puzzle box, and on the front was this like seaside house or little cottage with with all of these roses in front of it, like all of these flowers and like an English garden kind of a thing. And he hmm. said, that's you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then he goes, and then he takes the top off and shows me all of those little pieces inside. He said, that's you too. <laughs> I was like, ah. I love it. I love the visual <laughs> metaphor. I I work with them a lot myself, so that really resonated with me. All of it resonated mm-hmm. with me. I, and I asked a couple other questions. Um, why do some beings, you know how some people say they see a, a, a vision of Mother Mary and mm-hmm. That's something I've always prayed for and never received, although I talk to her pretty much every day. But I said, why do some beings appear as an apparition to certain individuals while others choose to remain invisible? And he said, there's a contract. There's an agreement. Um, People who see their guides, there's purpose for good. And as you raise your vibrational frequencies, you begin to resonate with those guides, and it becomes easier. But eventually, we'll all be transparent, seeing and hearing at all levels. I was uh, fascinated by the answer. Yeah, and yeah. he also explained why he choo- chooses the accent that he does. Um, he says, because when you think of Metatron, you have a remembrance of the vibration. It's not so much the voice or the accent, it's the vibration. Okay, yeah. Which is a pretty yeah. good explanation. And um, yeah. talked to, I asked him, because he was encouraging the listeners, call to me. You know, when you need help, call to me. So I said, well... How do they know who they're calling to? How would you describe yourself? 
as an archangel, you know, as one of some of the larger, more detailed explanations. And he said, well, archangel, the name feels safe, but Metatron was created by source, and it's, and the energy is everywhere. It's in your water bottle. It's, it's in everything, and it's sacred geometry. So he spoke on sacred geometry for a moment, and um, that was great. But then he said something at the end, Wendy, this is funny. I said, well, thank you so much for doing this, and, th- you know, this was terrific. And he says, this will be an exciting journey, Charlotte. And he said it in that way. And I said, now you're teasing me. And he laughed. And he said, there's the carrot, huh? There's the carrot. I said, yeah, there's the carrot. <laughs> oh, funny, yeah. Funny that he knew to use the word carrot because you said that he will take thoughts out of your head, and he's done that to me at least once. But when he mentioned the word carrot, he must know that I had an issue with carrots, or he must have been talking to Jesus. That was funny. I like when they tease me. It's it's, it's so cute, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes it so much more personal. Um, and, that, and that's one of the things he's really all about is that personal. He's, he's just brilliant at that. Just brilliant at that. I would agree. Well, I look forward to doing this, and I want to remind the listeners that Wendy will be joining us on a monthly basis. She'll be bringing Metatron to teach a variety of topics, and which he will decide. And if you want to learn more, visit angelemerging.com. That's where you want to go to find all about Wendy and her partner, Connie, and their activities. Did you have fun today, Wendy? I had a great time, Charlotte. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Um, I'm looking forward to what's to come. And we'll be talking about it, okay? All right. Enjoy the rest of your day, Wendy. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, everyone. SpiritualInsightsRadio.com is where you want to go to check out the archives. I will be building a page for Wendy and Metatron so that you can move forward and access the transmissions that we acquire over time. Wow, I really hope you enjoyed this. I know I did. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.